Hello everyone, and thank you for joining us for this week's Bible study. I apologize we couldn't be with you last week, but due to weather and other things, we weren't able to be with you, but we are with you this week, and we're going to redo the Bible study that I had started, but after I had looked at it, I realized it cut it off, so we're going to redo the Bible study for Daniel chapter 6, 10 through 23. And the title of this week's message is just because you may be in the lines then doesn't mean you have to you you have to give up or you give up. It's not over till God says it's over. And I think that rings true to a lot of what's going on in this day and this time. And I just want us to focus on what happened in this passage that I've been studying now for quite a while. And I also want to us to dig in and see how it may relate to today. Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, and he went home, and he, in his upper room with his windows open toward Jerusalem, he knelt down on his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before God as was his custom since early since early days then these men assembled and found daniel praying and making supplications before his god and they went before the king and spoke concerning the decree king's decree have you not signed a decree that every man who petitions any god or man within 30 days except you o king except you o king shall be cast into the lines then the king answered and said the thing is true according to the law of medes and Persians, which does not alter. So they answered and said before the king that Daniel, who is one of the captives from Judah, does not show due regard for you, O king, or for the decree that you have signed, but makes his petition three times a day. And the king 
And the king, when he heard these words, was greatly displeased with himself, and sat and set his heart on Daniel to deliver him. And he labored till the going down of the sun to deliver him. Then these men approached the king and said to the king, Know, O king, that it is the law of the Medes and the Persians that no decree or statue which the king established may be changed. So the king gave the command that Daniel that brought Daniel and cast him into the lion's den. But the king spoke, saying to Daniel, Your God whom you serve continually, he will deliver you. Then a stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the lion's den, and the king sealed it with his own signet ring and the signets of his lords that the purpose concerning Daniel may not be changed. Now the king went to his palace and spent the night fasting, and no musicians were brought before him. Also, he, he, also his sleep went from him. Then the king rose early in the morning and went in haste to Daniel, to excuse me, to the den of the lions. And when he came to the den, he cried out with lament, lament, lamenting voice to Daniel. To Daniel, the king spoke, saying, Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God, has God, has your God whom you serve continually been able to deliver you from the lions? Then Daniel said, O king, live forever. My God sent his angel and shut the lion's mouth so that they have not hurt me because I was found innocent before him and also, O king, I have done no wrong before you. Now the king was exceedingly glad and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no injury, what's whatever, was found on him, because he believed in his God. Let me just say that no matter what 
no matter what is going on in your life, no matter what you may be facing in your life, that if God has called you to do something, He's going to see you through it. And I also want to say that we 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 see in this in previous in this chapter where they plotted to do this. The king's advisors plotted against Daniel to make this decree, and they tried to set Daniel up. But instead of going to the king, we see instead of going to the king and and and, and saying, "King, look what's going on! Look what they're trying to do," he didn't go to the king. He went to his God. He knew if anybody could get him out of it or could see him through it, it would be his God, God the Father. He knew, he, yeah, he could have gone and complained, but that's not how Daniel was. And the favor that he had with the king was because of his faith in his God. Let me ask you today, do you have the same faith that Daniel did? We can see where everything was, was against him. Even though the king wanted to do something. He knew he couldn't change it because if he changed it, it would make him look weak. But we see not only did did it did Daniel pray and seek God on this for three days, but I want you to look deeper with me because not only did Daniel pray, but even though he was worried and, and, and frustrated because Daniel was one of his closest advisors and they had become good friends, the king fasted and had no musicians. And we see later on where after after he had taken Daniel out of the lion's den, after he had found out that the lion's mouth had been shut by an angel sent by God, we see that there was a decree sent out to worship Daniel's God, the God of Israel. Father God, 
we see that because Daniel did not bend, did not bow, he, he, he did not waver. He knew whatever happened, whether if he died or if he survived, that God was going to see him through. Today, I want to ask you, are we worried about way too much? And is our trust in God? Or, or is it misplaced? Is our trust in the Lord Jesus? Is our trust in what God can do in our lives? Though it may look dark, though it may look dim. See, see, my friends, this is nothing new. They had the same problems we do, just in different ways. And we see that Daniel didn't fight it. Daniel didn't say, well, this is wrong. Eh. He trusted his God. It was going to work it out. Because he knew who his God was. He knew God was going to take care of him. He knew Father God was going to bring him out. And I go back to my original statement. Just because you may be in the lion's den doesn't mean you give up. Then you could have said, okay, I give up. I'm sorry. I won't do it again. But that would be giving up. His faith in his God where he knew it was true. And he didn't want to do that. He could have balked, he could have, but he was humble. But he still stood for what he believed in. Today, I want us to be, to this week, I want us to remember we can be like Daniel's. Daniel had a favor with God that put him in the presence of kings and queens and governors. And Daniel could have boasted. He could have, he could have been prideful. He could have been puffed his chest out and said, look at me, look at who I'm with. But instead, he pointed toward his God and he pointed toward the, the God of Israel and the God that sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to die for each one of our sins. See, he pointed others to God. He didn't point others to himself. 
He pointed others to God. And my friends, when you point others to God, instead of, instead of pointing to yourself or to a situation, God works out the rest. And when we see trials come up and when we go through trials, just like Daniel in the lines then, Paul and Silas in prison, Stephen being stoned to death. When we see Joseph being thrown in the pit, being sold by his brothers because of their jealousy over a coat. And he, Joseph, we see in Genesis, where Joseph was, was, he had several times where he could have left and said, I, I don't want to believe it in God anymore, or God, this is too hard, I'm not going to do this. No, Joseph stayed too. He went through his trials. And in the end, God received the glory. In the end, all was restored. In the end, God made everything right. And in the end, he was made an advisor. And he brought his family and he fed his family during the famine. So Joseph, just like Daniel, that Daniel could have bought, Joseph could have bought and said, no, I'm not going to help you out. You threw me in the pit. But he didn't. Joseph said, here, here's your food. You can stay here. And we, we know that there were many times Joseph was in the, but he, he fled from his temptation. And we see account after an account of God and God's love and Christ's love prevailing in so many different aspects of the Bible, both in Old and New Testament where it points to God and Jesus Christ as the solution. And today, as I close, I want to remind you that in this world, in this day and time, we don't give up, we don't give in. We give it to God and we keep going. So if you feel like you're in a lion's den situation and everything's against you, or if you feel like, you know, there are situations going on in your life and you don't know where to turn or what to do, and you feel like you're in a pit, give it to Jesus. Let him take your burden. You know, the Bible says, that the Lord says, my yoke is easy and my burden's light. Let him take 
your burdens. No, life isn't always going to be easy. It didn't say once we're saved, life was going to be easy. Once we gave our heart and, and, and life to Jesus Christ, it was going to be easy. But he had trust in me. And I'll never leave you or forsake you. Trust in me and I'll be closer than a brother. So today as we end, let me just add this last scripture. It comes from Isaiah 54 verse 17. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. What that's saying is no weapon, be it what somebody says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper if you're in God's will and you're doing what God's called you to do. And God will protect you. And no matter what anybody says about you, all that matters is what Jesus says about you. And Jesus says he loves you and he wants you to know that he's there for you. And it doesn't matter what may be going on or what you did in your past or what, what you've done. He's there for you. All you've got to do is ask him in your heart and ask him to forgive you of your sins and ask him to come into your heart and be Lord of your life. And he will do that. And I guarantee you it will be the best decision you ever made. I will see you next week. I love y'all. I'm praying for y'all. praying for my friends in Texas and Oklahoma and all that were affected by the snowstorm and the ice storm. We had ice here last week. So, but we're, we're good. And we'll see you next week. Thank you. And God bless.